All right, listeners, for this week's bonus content, bonus episode, we are happy to bring you more stories of Mike and I's childhood. You know, Mike, yep, we, that's right. we've done this once before. I shared one embarrassing story on this week's episode about my own attempts to be a cool skater, biker kid. <laughs> and I think we have some more, not necessarily relating to being a skater or biking kid, but just awkward young male in the 90s stories. That's right. Awesome. That's right. So I think we'll do two each. Yep. Fantastic. In, in, uh, uh, in honor of this really great uh, nostalgic of 90s movie mm-hmm. for us. It hit home, you know, for us. It's probably not the 90s for everybody. Right. Yeah, everyone has their era, but <laughs> but this one hit pretty close to home for us for a lot of yeah. different reasons. So, so yeah. So, and one of the stories, I'll, I guess I'll go first. Sure. I was reminded of this story because of how uh, Stevie becomes sunburn when he's just like trying to become part of this group and he's kind of awkward and doesn't know what to say. And he says something and then he kind of gets made fun of. So I had a very similar experience to that. As the listeners know, as I've shared on the podcast before, I was uh, I moved from uh, Maryland to New Jersey in 1996, literally the mid 90s. And in my first weeks in my new rough and tough Catholic school in New Jersey, all of the boys surrounded me one day at recess and wanted to know who I liked, who I thought was cute. Oh no! Um, what girl, basically? And I had been there again all of a couple of days or weeks at this point. So, what what does an awkward kid from Maryland say in that situation? Um, so much like Jonah Hill talks about, you know, his currency was humor. Now these boys from New Jersey didn't know me well enough to know that my currency was also humor sometimes, but that's what I tried to do. Um, yeah. So, so you can picture me um, seated with uh, what felt like 10 boys from my seventh grade class all standing around me, trying to, wanting to know who, what girl I thought was cute or had a crush on or whatever, right? And I didn't want to answer this question because I don't know any of these boys or girls. I don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. So what I did, which just felt like a delay tactic, was I started pointing to each one of the boys to count them because it, it, to me... I was amused by how sort of trivial this was. (laughs) I was like, really? Like, you guys want to know who I think is cute? I just moved here like two weeks ago. Oh, you're Um, trying to school them. Yeah. Like, why do you guys care? Why do you guys want to know this? Like, why do 10 boys want to know who I have a crush on? So they see me start to point to one of the each of one of them at a time. Uh Oh, and they all have this kind of the same reaction at the same time, like, whoa, 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 <laughs> um, you know, and, and this is just adolescent boys being adolescent boys like, like you like us, you have a crush on us. Whoa, what's wrong with you? And immediately my I'm sure my face turned beet red and I tried to play it off and I but yeah, um, so immediately I was this, I was the weird kid who couldn't just answer a normal, like, crush question and, like, was just super awkward. And it it took me a while to make friends at that school <laughs> for not, not solely because of that interaction, but I had a might, lot have, to do with might it. have had something to do with it. Oh, that's a so, good yeah, I, that was pretty embarrassing for me. And 
I'm sure that happened, you know, surrounded by various 90s lunch snacks. So there you go with my yeah. first of several a, uh, mid-90s experiences. He had, an, <clears throat> he had an ecto cooler in his hand. An ecto cooler and a, a pack of Dunkaroos, yes. That's right, yeah. Okay, uh, my first embarrassing story actually happens on New Year's Eve 1999. Oh, wow, okay. That's right. I apologize, 1998. Okay. Because uh, 1999, we were all like waiting for the world to end. Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Y2K. Of course. So it was 98. Um, I was in a skate punk band. So this does fit in with the movie. Cool. And uh, so I'm 13, 13 or 14, right around there. And we had five songs. And we booked a gig on New Year's Eve at the local bagel shop. Awesome. Where we played our five songs. But the embarrassing part is, well, two... <laughs> Two embarrassing parts come into play here. One is we played one of the songs I wrote. And, what was the song called? Um, Am I Ham? Nice. And it went, <laughs> it went, uh, oh my God. Um, if I could have a million dollars, I can't even remember. But at one point, and this was a Christian punk band, by the way. Of course it was. And at one point, the lyrics went, uh, am I Jesus or am I ham? Uh-huh. And then it went into the break. Uh, mm-hmm. And, ooh, you people loved those lyrics. And by loved, I mean they did not love those lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was, looking back, very embarrassing. My first horrible song, and I played it live. And then the other thing was... Um, I st- my dad had video of this and I would like kick my legs out both of them cool like like big giant kicks yeah as we were playing like but none of the other band members were moving <laughs> <laughs> just standing there kicking <laughs> and the the other band that played was called Cherry Bomb and they were the guys they were the ray right gotcha more, they more were mature, the ray band cooler yes yes and um I was very, actually, I was embarrassed that night, but you know what? The singer of that band and the drummer both ended up liking me and had me play bass for him at a show that next year, so. How about that? Yep. There's my first embarrassing 90s story. Okay. So my second is like a combination of stories, and that's, you know, I, I, as you can imagine, tried to break out of this image that people at my new school had of me, right? I tried i well i didn't didn't have to try out but i was on every sports team i could be a part of i had a girlfriend in eighth grade you know something yeah yeah right guys wrote notes we sure did we wrote a ton of notes um (laughs) yeah so i i had what i thought was like ways of not necessarily being popular but just being seen as like normal like i'm a normal guy (laughs) And then more within the skate culture. Um, I like to remember soaps. Oh gosh, I remember soaps. So soaps, um, for people who don't know, are were not cool. Oh, uh, they were very cool. <laughs> no, they were not cool. But as I've mentioned this week's episode, I couldn't skate. So, but I I taught myself to grind using soaps. So again, like they're basically skate shoes with these like uh, metal or plastic what would you call them pads or like yeah, under like, or, or right on your arc, right, or, or right on your arch of the, of the foot. And then you could grind curbs or rails um, by just jumping on them and sliding across. Don't forget the curb wax. 
Oh yes, had lots of curb wax and and yeah. <laughs> yes. Um so I did stuff like this to to try to fit in, right? And so I'm trying to cultivate this like I'm a cool guy image. <laughs> and then and I thought like here was my peak where I thought I was really getting accepted. I was voted most athletic of my 8th grade class. Cuz you're an athletic guy. I I well, I still am an athletic guy, Mike. That's right. And I was as I said on every sport team that I every sport team Every sport that I could be on in eighth grade. So you think that would qualify me for most athletic. And I think largely through the help of my girlfriend, who was better known than I was, like got enough votes to be voted most athletic. Nice. So I got this and I'm like, yeah, like I'm feeling good. And we're going into graduation and I'm feeling like I'm going to be going into high school, like with this sort of new way of being known, this new, this new person. Right. And in, I think, what was the graduation mass of my high school, they give out sort of various awards the teachers do, right? So, Mike, I won an award from one of my eighth grade teachers. Oh, no. And it was in direct opposition to this new personality I was trying to cultivate. Oh, can I guess? Oh, sure. I'm just going to take, let me guess one thing. What award Um, did you think, do you think I won in eighth grade? Oh, you're going to be like... uh like teacher's pet or, or like a best, best student or like best assistant or something like that. So you're on the right track, but it's so much worse. I don't know. I hesitate to even say it, but it's, oh. it's, it's true. I was given an award, which I can't imagine they still give out. I was given the award of most Christ-like. Oh no. So not necessarily a bad thing. But no, no, objectively when, a good thing. Like that person has good qualities. Not but, when you're trying to be most athletic with But not when girlfriend. I'm trying to be the cool kid, man. Come on, help me out, English teachers and, and social studies teacher. So, you know, most athletic was obviously not a thing that was remembered anymore after that. <laughs> or, or or it was now. He was just like, well, you know, he's he's uh he's athletic, but he's not part of our group. He can right, play but he's, with us. He's not cool because yeah. he's like He's like the Christ. <laughs> uh, so hey, that's okay. Did you yeah. know the name Michael? My name it means uh, who is like God. So we have that in common. Oh, do, do you want to? Do you want to go here? <laughs> yeah. What you? <laughs> because I can. I can top that if you want to go here. I think. What? Yeah. What I've is? I've told it? you this told story me. before. I think so. Okay. Well, if I haven't told the 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 podcast listeners, you guys will appreciate this. So not only was I voted most Christ-like. Um, but uh, my last name, Engelstad, loosely translated uh, in Norwegian means means angel city or city of angels, right? So Ryan, loosely translated, little king. You put those together. I'm the little king of the city of angels. But it gets a little bit better. My oh. chosen confirmation name, because I'm a good Catholic boy in eighth grade, I got confirmed. Um, I chose a confirmation name, which I thought was just in recognition of my previous Catholic school, which I had a lot of love for. That Catholic school was St. Ambrose. Okay. So my confirmation name is Ambrose. All right. Unbeknownst to me, Ambrose translated uh, is immortal. (laughs) So I am the immortal little king of the city of angels and voted most Christ-like by my senior peers. <laughs> how have so, you not how have so, you not oh. <laughs> So listen listeners I I apologize to, to have to tell you this but 
it it looks like I, I'm destined for larger things. So I'm I'm yeah, not, yeah. not long for this podcast, obviously. I was about to say, have you not just like disappeared, you know, and then yeah, like sure. been assigned to like a guardian angel position? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh my last story involves Halloween of I think probably that same year, ninety eight. And because it's the same group of guys, so it had to be. Sure. Um, it's Halloween, and I went over to my bud's house, and they were all going out. And now when I grew up, because um, I grew up Mormon, so right. Mormon-ish. I just call it Mormon because it's too confusing. Uh, and uh, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween. But this was the beginning of the years where, like we talked about on the episode, I just, you know, you didn't have to go home for two weeks anymore, you know? Yep. Uh, so I went over, and... It's Halloween, and it was going to be like my first Halloween to ever go trick-or-treating, and we were already kind of on the verge of being too old to trick-or-treat. And But I wanted to do it because I hadn't ever gotten to. Right. So they all had, a couple of them had costumes, but like two of them just like street clothes. Like that's the age we were, where like they were in street clothes. But I wanted a costume because I never did it. So... I didn't have a costume, so I had to make a costume. Ooh. So How old were we you again? I have to be 14 here. Okay, sure. And so we went to my house and where my sister was. She gave me a dress and her bra and pantyhose. And I did that. And then I had I used to have my hair like real longer and um, only it stood up. It didn't lay down real cool. And then so she did my hair in, in like a, you know, a style. Can I guess who you were being? Yes. Well, I'll do, keep going with the story if no, you want. Guess, guess. Uh, yeah, guess. At this point. Okay. And what year is this? Is This is uh, 98. Okay. Were you one of the Spice Girls? No. No. Wow. I was going as my sister. <laughs> that's we look better. exactly the same. Okay. That's better. Okay. Um, like, we look so close to each other. So when sure. I got dressed up, I, I looked like a girl. Okay. I was like... You couldn't tell. Anyway, mm-hmm. so so we went. Keep in mind, most of the buds just had their jeans and T-shirts on. Because they were cool kids. And I went up to one of these doors at a townhouse and knocked on, and a guy answered the door, and he had been drinking, and I got hit on, asked to come inside to his party. And you're 14? And I was 14. Oh. And, and, and I looked like a girl, but I looked like a 14-year-old girl. Uh-huh. And I, but then like in my deepest voice possible, I was like, I'm a guy, you know, it was not very deep then, but he was like, whoa, looking back now, that's embarrassing because, uh, not because of the dress or anything like that, but just because of the impromptu walking around with guys in jeans, me being basically the only one with a costume on. (laughs) Well, That's hey, story. you you had a a braveness that you wanted to embrace, um, no matter what other people thought about you. That's right. It's my constant. That's a constant in my life. <laughs> uh, it's a positive quality. No, I asked you if you were a Spice Girl because probably right around that time, myself and three male friends dressed up as the Spice Girls and went out uh, trick or treating. If only so. I was creative enough to actually have had some 90s reference for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. your sister was is also a 90s reference. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll give this. We did skate there. Like, cool. We did skate. Any any 90s candy that you got that night? I mean, I don't think like anything that doesn't have that we don't have now. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, you know, like um, like bottle caps were a very '90s candy. Yeah, do you remember bottle caps? I do remember bottle caps. You know what they used to give out was those big jawbreakers that were like the size oh, of your sure. fist. Oh sure, yeah. I don't yeah. see those around anymore. No, because it's terrible. It's torture. I love those. So you lick on them for three months. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All, All right, right, so those are our embarrassing stories. I hope you guys enjoyed this time travel back to the 90s and yeah. take pity on our uh, awkward pre-teenage and teenage selves. <laughs> yeah, and if you made it this far, then you're a trooper. Thank you, yes. I hope you all enjoy your week and, and don't have as much embarrassing times as we obviously have. <laughs> right. See you next week. Adios. Adios.